the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and the challenges facing today's church with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell. Have you ever felt like your life is more akin to a war zone than a tranquil oasis? Well, if that's you, fear not. There is hope for you because tonight we are bringing you part six in our series of this year's messages entitled Peace in the Battle. Oftentimes when we hear the word battlefield, we quickly envision a literal battlefield with bombs going off and machine gun fire all around, soldiers running, people screaming, chaos everywhere. But have you ever considered there is an intense battle raging in your thoughts, raging in your thought life on a daily basis, a battlefield of the mind. But don't despair. There's some good news. There's good news in the midst of the battlefield. But to find out about this good news and much, much more, you're going to have to stay tuned for we are not pretending We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. And we trust that God will speak to your hearts tonight and uh, minds in Christ Jesus and mature your walk in Him through the Word of God. And uh, we have been doing this series now uh, for a number, a number of weeks, uh, dealing with the issue of uh, peace, the peace of God, and uh, what can happen to a person who loses the peace of God. When you lose the peace of God, that's a door opening for you losing your mind and losing everything else, because Satan goes after the mind. That's why you have to have the helmet of salvation on uh, nonstop, because he's always trying to penetrate uh, evil thoughts in your mind and in your heart, and you have to guard it. And God promises you that uh, he will give you perfect peace, Isaiah 26 and 3, if you keep your mind stayed on him. And he says in Philippians chapter 4, he will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. You know, we see in the world today people in deep trouble, uh, the guy on empire, deep trouble. We see other people into deep trouble, R. Kelly. We see other people uh, struggling with problems with uh, crime and, uh, you know, many other evil things in the world today. It has to do with, uh, my friend, you're not being right with God. And I want to let you know this. Your sins will find you out in many different ways because it tells us in Numbers 32 and 23, if you don't do so, 
your, your sins will find you out. And Galatians 6 and 7 said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever men soweth, that shall he also reap. Uh, you know, you may get away with it one day, another day, but in time, your sins will find you out. You just might as well just repent, my friend, tonight and get right with Jesus because your sins will find you out privately and publicly, and you don't want that to happen. So you need the peace of God in your hearts and your minds daily because we are talking about there are five ways you can be afflicted when you lack the peace of God. Five ways that you can be afflicted when you lack the peace of God. And let me just kind of review this. We talked about already a spiritual affliction. And that's something that's nonstop. That's why you need to put on the arm of God daily. Because if you don't get equipped, you will get whipped by the enemy. And then we talked about emotional affliction. The devil wants to control you through your emotions and your feelings, not faith. See, there's a war between feelings and faith. You, you know, there's nothing wrong with emotions and feelings if it's guided by faith. And you know, a lot of our emotions are guided by fear. And there is an acronym that I always give around this thing of fear. You know, uh, F means false. E means evidence. A means appearing. And R means to be real. That's all it is. False evidence appearing to be real. And uh, so I want to introduce to you this third way that you will be afflicted if you don't have the peace of God guiding you, leading you, directing you. You know, the scriptures tell us to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so this third way that you can be afflicted by the enemy if you don't have the peace of God, is the mental affliction, mental affliction. And we're living in a world today where with the okaying of marijuana and the abuse of marijuana is not helping people's minds. They're losing their minds faster by abusing drugs, and not only marijuana but all sorts of other drugs. America is going to pots <laughs> in more than one way. America is going to pots in more than one way, you know. And let me say something about this mental affliction. This is another point of, of a call after your emotions have been oppressed and you are weak spiritually. Your thought life will be disturbed and deranged uh, if you uh, lose the peace of God. And as a result of being mentally afflicted, the first thing that Satan's going to do is torment you, torment you. And what do we talk about when we say torments? You know, so many people today are tormented not only when they're awake, but even in their sleep. They just can't seem to sleep at night because they're tormented by the enemy's attacks. And that's why you need to Get on your knees, my friend, and pray, and just call out the name of the Lord and say the disciples' prayer. Lord, keep me from the evil one. You need to pray that every night before you go to bed. The devil is in the business of torments, tormenting the mind, tormenting the body, tormenting your thoughts, tormenting 
your eyes, tormenting your ears. And this mental suffering is an evidence uh, that the peace of the Lord is absent in your life. And God's peace provides a healing effect mentally, not only spiritually and emotionally, but mentally too. When we lack the inner peace of God, it means also that you're lacking faith in God. And that's so important. Now, let me give an example of somebody who was not walking with God. He called himself a believer. And he was not walking with God. You see, a lot of times we can have churchanity, but not Christianity. We can be informed, but not transformed. We can have our names on the church list, but not in the Lamb's book of life. And you know, you got to take this thing serious with your walk with God, my friend. That's why you need to get down on your knees and cry out to the Lord and say, create in me like David did in Psalms 51. Create in me a, a clean heart. Renew within me a right spirit and wash me. That's what you need tonight, my friend. You need the washing of Jesus' blood in your life. And there was a man in the Bible who had religion up to his teeth. And there was a man in the Bible who said he was a believer, but because he wasn't walking with God and faithful to God and allowed jealousy to get in his heart, and I'm talking about King Saul, was a victim of this affliction. When the kingship was taken from his family, the Spirit of the Lord departed from him And God allowed, listen to me now, God allowed an evil spirit that came upon him in the place of tormenting him day and night. He could only be healed by the music from the Lord when David played for him and he had the Spirit of the Lord upon him. We find this in 1 Samuel 16, verses 14 and 18. Now, This is something that's not only happening to King Saul in the Old Testament, but it's happening to people even today, even people in our churches, even people outside our churches. And you need to be accountable. We always say this on this radio program. A lot of people are churchless, and you're out there, and you're wondering why the enemy is getting you all the time. Because you need to be in the fellowship of the brethren and sisters. And you also need to be in the Word. You need to get in the Word and let the Word of God get into you. You need to be in prayer daily. You know, otherwise you'll be like King Saul. You know, an evil spirit came upon him. And we're looking around this world today when we look at so many people in trouble and getting in trouble, staying in trouble, being possessed by the enemy, losing their minds. People today who constantly in and out of trouble, and I believe because an evil spirit has come upon them and has led them away from the Lord and is tormenting them. The only answer for that, that healing around that tormenting 
is that you've got to turn to Jesus. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's the only one that can give you rest. And when he gives you peace, that tormented evil spirit will come off of you and leave you alone. You see, because you'll become not only a conqueror, but more than a conqueror that Paul talks about in Romans chapter 8. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches regarding this thing of peace that we need on our lives to protect us from all of these afflictions that's coming from the devil, the flesh, and the world. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you because we know the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. You know, turn to the Lord in prayer when things are right, pray. When things are in the middle, pray. When things are going sideways, pray. Pray all the time. Pray without ceasing, Paul says. So important to stay in touch, staying connected to our Lord. You know, Dr. Buckner said, you know, if you, one of the main reasons you don't have peace in your life is that you have not been praying. Prayer, it's, it's so vital. The first thing that leaves when you stop praying is your, is your peace. You can always tell somebody who doesn't have peace, if you ask them that question, when's the last time you prayed? Yeah, I prayed over my cornflakes two weeks ago. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that ain't going to get it. You know, we should be in prayer every day. Paul says pray without ceasing once again. You know, pray all the time. You're in constant communion with God. You know, and keep short accounts with the Lord. If you, may, if you mess up, confess it, repent, go in the other direction, turn from it. And keep going so you're not disrupting your relationship with the Lord. Many times the enemy guilt trips us to the point where we feel like God will not accept us back because of some stupid we've done. But the scripture says that in 1 John 1 and 9 that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to what? Forgive us and cleanse us from all. Not some, not three quarters, not half. All means all. So keep short accounts with the Lord. Confess it. Repent. And get right. It's not hard. But the enemy makes us think it is. So we want to encourage you tonight. If you need prayer, call us. We would love to pray with you. Maybe you don't know the Lord and you and you need someone to pray with you to introduce you to him. We're here for that too. We want to see people get saved all across the listening audience from the sound of our voices. We want to we want to help people encounter the most important person they'll ever meet on this side of heaven or the next, and that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. And speaking of prayer, we just want to thank everyone who's been praying for contending for the faith. You know, without your diligent prayers, we would never have made it this long. We also want to thank those who gave over the last two weeks, Gail, Mary, June, Paul, Don, Lucy, Buddy, Bridget, Scott, Jim, and Kim. Without your faithful support, we'd never be able to stay on the air so long. It costs us 400 a week to have contending for the faith on the air. So we need your help continually 
consistently through prayer and your faithful partnership financially in this ministry. We can't do it without you. And there's two ways you can donate. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second way is simply go on to your computer, your laptop, your smartphone, and go to Go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button, and it's that simple. You'll be a blessing for time and eternity. And we just want to encourage you, be that blessing. If God is nudging you, if you feel the Holy Spirit convicting your heart to participate with us, to partner with us, to, to be that financial help, then obey. Do it. And you will be blessed. And we know that God is going to use all of us working hand-in-hand, lockstep, to touch this world for Jesus. Um, Dr. Buckner has begun his class. Um, Dr. Buckner, how'd the first class go? You know, it went really well. Uh, The students were really blessed and encouraged and learned, and uh, they've been uh, telling other people about it. So we really want to encourage people to know that this is the last uh, Monday that you can enroll. So you better act on it now if you want that opportunity because you're really missing out on the blessing if you're not there. And it's called what? Being an extreme, what it means to be an extreme disciple. So do you have to put on like helmet and knee pads and elbow pads? (laughs) Uh, You you, you really do in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm. Because you go, you're going extreme on us, oh, huh? Oh yes, sir. All right, because mm-hmm. we need to get radical for Jesus. That's you know, it. there's a lot That's... of this lukewarm stuff happening, and people mm-hmm. uh, are just kind of coasting through life, and they're not even on the same page of discipleship, let alone radical discipleship, let alone uh, extreme discipleship. So we want to encourage you. This is a great opportunity to step up your game. To step it up because, you know, we we need folks to, to get to that level where they are strong in their faith and they're strong uh, learners and followers of Jesus Christ. So what does it mean to be an extreme disciple? We still have one opportunity, one week to – you can still get in, in the game here. Uh, it's going to be at the located at the 1221 Pacific um, – at. Well, actually, it's at East Bay Baptist Association building located at 1221 Pacific Avenue in San Leandro. And it's going to be Monday night. Is that correct, Dr. Buckner? Yes, every Monday night uh, right. from 7 to 9 p.m. All right. Mm-hmm. So you still have an opportunity. if you, And we want to encourage you, if you're in the uh, San Leandro area or not, even if you can't and you can just drive in, that's, that's great. Just come on down and meet Dr. Buckner, take advantage of his over 40 years of experience and training, and uh, you'll be blessed. I guarantee you'll be blessed, or he'll give you your money back. (laughs) (laughs) We got to pray about that one. (laughs) (laughs) But all kidding aside, if you're interested in this class, please contact Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. That's area code 415-721-1778, or you can email him at jlbcftf at comcast.net. That's jlbcftf at comcast.net. So let's get to the college, Dr. Buckner. Let's do that. Looking forward to that. 
All right. Who so do we have first? Who do we have first? We're going to go to uh, Deborah. Hi. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing this evening? I'm hurting. Yeah. All righty. You're hurting. Tell us yeah. about uh, why you're hurting and what we can do to pray for you. Well, you know, those thousands are really bad, Brother Wagner. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know one thing. I, um, we, you said we have to go through the tribulation, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? That's what I believe that's been the biblical position for over 19 centuries. Okay. But um, what happens if I would write some checks and just sign them? And then you guys could just fill in the amounts and every month, um, you know. Well, that's something that. that's something that we can talk to you uh, off air. Uh, yeah. because I want to give some uh, plenty of time to the people. But uh, let's um, hold that, and we will, uh, again, Rick and I have talked to you about this, and we will uh, give you a call and talk to you about what the best way to go about that, okay? Okay. And and I want to know, uh, is the, uh, the tribulation something that only um, happens to non-believers? No, the the tribulation is happening to believers as well as non-believers because that's what I thought. You know, that's what the Book of Revelation is all about. You know, uh-huh. the uh, you know tribulation, and then also uh, when you look at uh, Revelation thirteen, um, it spells it out, and just throughout the Book of Revelation that uh, the enemy is attacking uh, believers as well as non-believers, but he's attacking believers through unbelievers. So. You yeah, know, that's what I thought. Th- 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 I asked these questions on purpose because I want to get your answers so that other people hear them too. When was there ever a time, and you really think about it, when was there ever a time when people escaped, the church escaped uh, tribulation? Not as far as I know, never. I mean, everybody, I mean, one should, I encourage people to read the Fox's Book of Martyrs. I mean, it tells, it lays out everybody during Jesus' time was killed and brutally killed, and even John almost died, you know, thrown into the boil of hot water because he was a pastor of the church of Ephesus and speaking the truth, and the Roman government didn't want him to do that, so they figured the way to shut his mouth is to throw him in a hole, uh, pot of hot water boiling him to death, but he kept on preaching the Word of God. Nobody in the early church escaped anything, and why do we think that we are going to do it? I mean, uh, you know, Jesus said, you will uh, experience tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So, you know, just from a biblical perspective with that itself, not uh, uh, separate from the Scriptures itself— that teaches that uh, we will go through the tribulation. Then you look at Matthew 24. Matthew 24 is not only a local prophecy, but it's also a futuristic. And a lot of people today on radio and outside of radio want to put it only in a local perspective. All millennialists and preterists, they want to put it only in a historical framework except for just the return of Christ. Uh, I just don't, I just can't buy that from a biblical perspective. Uh, okay, and then let me know when you can come by 
the fellowship with me a little bit. Okay, we'll keep that in mind as well. Okay. Well, thank you for your call. And thank you. All righty, God bless. God bless you. I love you all. Oh, we love you as well. Well, who we have next? All right, let's go to Cece on line one. Cece, how you doing? Oh, hi, how you guys doing? Well, we are truly blessed and highly favored in the Lord, and uh, we trust that you got blessed by the Word tonight. Yes, yes, it was really good as usual. It was really, really good. You, you touched on, a, I mean, you covered a, you covered a lot in a small amount of time. So I know the Holy Spirit was right to you. You covered a lot of ground in that small amount of time that you had. To, um, to, to preach the gospel, and I appreciate it. I always try to do a spiritual reader's digest condensation <laughs> in the limited time that the Lord uh, gives to me, and I appreciate that. And what's on your heart tonight? What's your question? We got a lineup of callers, and what's your uh, question tonight? I want to ask you um, about um, the Apostle John's writing in First John chapter two particular word that he used in that uh, context of that verse, and I want you to be able to, you know, give me some, some, some meat off that. All right. I always like it when you mention the word meat, because we don't deal with bones on this radio program. Uh, amen. So, amen. Uh, why don't you read it uh, so the uh, people that are listening that don't have a Bible can hear the context. Okay, I'm going I'm to start at verse 1 and then read in verse 2. Is, is, is that okay? Yes, sir. Okay, okay, I'll make sure, okay. It says, My children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. In verse 2 it says, And he is our, he is the propitiation of our sins, and not only for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Well, thank you. That's a good question. Propitiation. You know, a lot of people don't know what the propitiation means. And uh, it, it carries in the Greek several different definitions. One is that it refers to Christ being the mercy seat, uh, because they had a mercy seat in the Old Testament, and Christ is our mercy seat today. It also uh, carries with it appeasement, and Christ through his blood, became our appeasement on the cross. And thirdly, it carries with it satisfaction. Uh, on the cross, he became a sacrifice uh, on the cross, and he satisfies the demands of a holy, righteous God on behalf of us in terms of the punishment of sin. Now, that's what the propitiation means there. And we need to understand the whole context here, of uh, the whole verse of verse 2. Now, this is, gives a black eye to the Calvinist view, because John Calvin was a German theologian who was a man of God, but I believe John Calvin was wrong in this area. The thing that was wrong with a lot of the German theologians is that they would get together around the table, and they would try to... Uh, understand election, uh, predestination, and uh, propitiation, all that. And they got so deep and so deep that they would start to add things into it rather than just letting the context define it and let the context explain itself. And so well, I've always said a text taken out of its context becomes a pretext for error, and we need to let the context explain itself and then leave it alone and trust that that's what God says, believe it, receive it, and achieve it. So it goes on to say, 
but not for ours, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So what John Calvin did was that he came up and developed a term that was known as the tulip, T-U-L-I-P. And the, the, the tulip meant the total depravity, that was the T mean, the U, unconditional election, the L meant um, a limited atonement, the I, irresistible grace, and the P, a perseverance of the saints. So what the problem is with this tulip is the L meant limited atonement. So what Calvin taught was that he only died for the sins of the elect, and the elect was chosen from the foundation of the world, and anybody that's not chosen as the elect is damned immediately. They have no uh, choice, no choice in the matter whatsoever. But what uh, John is saying here, who knows better than Calvin, he's saying he's not only the propitiation for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. In other words, Christ died for the sins of the entire world. Now, what the world has to do is realize that he did that, and they got to repent around that and accept him, because in order for the sins to be covered, you have to confess your sin. That's why John also says in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So uh, that this is a very tremendous, powerful uh, verse of Scripture, and you really asked a good question, and uh, you might want to do a study on John Calvin. He wrote a book called The Institutes of Calvin, and I have those in my library. I'm a, a student of reading and learning, and so The Institutes of Calvin, you may want to understand and read the mind, and you can understand why they think the way they do. And there's a lot of people today uh, on radio, outside of radio, in churches that hold this view but doesn't mean that we have to break fellowship with them uh, because, you know, we, uh, we, we, we look at life where we say in the, in the essentials, unity, non-essential liberty, and all things charity. So that's the way we look at this whole thing. So hopefully that helped you out. Hey, you gave me a lot of information there. I, I got it, got it, right? I got it, appreciate it. Good, good. Well, let's have a quick prayer for you, and we're going to go to commercial. And then the other people that's holding on, stay with us. We're going to get to your uh, question right after the commercial. But what's your prayer request, and we're going to pray for that real quick. Me, my family, my mother, and then um, just lift up um, a close friend of mine. is a teenager. They're, they're, in, they're in jail right now, and they're in a lot of trouble right now, and they've, they've drifted off. You know, they've been in church and stuff, but they drifted off. And if you can, just lift up T.I., the rapper, because his sister died yesterday, and continue to lift up Eminem and my mother, Rosalinda. All righty. Well, let's, let's do that, <clears throat> Brother Gary. Yes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Brother C.C. We pray for his family, his mother, Rosalinda. We pray for him as well, that you continue to keep him strong, keep him learning, keep him growing. Bless him to be uh, part of a, a healthy, well-balanced church, Lord God. We pray also uh, that you would continue to bless Eminem and T.I. And, and these folks, these entertainers as well, or that they need to know you, that they need to come into a saving knowledge of you as well. And, Lord God, we just pray that you continue to put a hedge around CC and help him, Lord God, guide him and direct him, meet every need that's represented in his life. And we'll be careful to give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, CC, for your call. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. 
time for us to go to that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, uh, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. No, I didn't forget your name, brother. I know you. Oh, I know you didn't. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that you have uh, nightmares at night on that, uh, my middle name, my middle initial. My middle initial. <laughs> I think the L is constantly hunting you at night. Yes, it won't leave me alone. <laughs> I'm losing sleep. <laughs> Pray for Gary. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where was I? What, what are we doing? <laughs> you see how much it affects you? derailed my train of thought. Okay, so welcome back to Contending for the Faith. <laughs> and also, we just want to encourage you to continue to pray for Contending for the Faith. We know that your prayers are making the difference in what's happening here in this ministry. Without your prayers, we never would have been on the air as long as we have. And certainly without your financial support, uh, we wouldn't either. So we need both. We need your prayers. We need your constant prayers. And we also need your consistent uh, partnership financially in order to keep this ministry going. Um, it costs us 400 a week to stay on the air, and we need your help. Again, there's two ways to give. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553. Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Second way is so much easier. Just go online to contendingfaith.org. Contendingfaith.org. Click the Donate button, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. And we we just want to say thank you again to all those who have partnered with us over the last two weeks. And we just want to say thank you to all of you who have been praying for this ministry, Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate that. And uh, we're going to get right back to our callers. Who do we have next? Marcy from Mar- Menlo Park. Marcy, how are you doing this evening? Well, um, I, I have, uh, by the way, I, I don't, you don't sound crazy. You sound like two men who know that they are loved by God. And, and, <laughs> and so I, I want some of that confidence tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank well, you we'll for pray for you around that. Yes. Good. Well, I, it's not that I, I doubt God's love, but I'm telling you, I have a real issue, because, and I almost didn't call. I almost hung up just now, I'll be honest. Uh, forgive me, Father, but I, 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 I love the Lord. I wake up in the morning, I, I, I pray for at least, uh, I, I, I'm not boasting, I'm not going, oh, look at me. I'm just trying to communicate that Jesus is everything to me. I, I'm, I'm grateful for every breath I take, every I can take Amen. a walk, whatever it is. And, and I don't want to go through the whole thing, but trust me, I... I, I, I I'm so in, uh, grateful for his his, his love, and, and I cry out to Abba Father all the time. And I'm telling you, I don't understand, but I still, I'm a, I don't even want to say it, but of course God knows, I still sin. I don't know. Does it mean well, I'm Well, join evil? the club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, but I try not to. I well. try, and, and I don't understand. Does it mean I'm evil? Does it mean I'm so weak I don't really have faith? No, it just means that you're human. And uh, but the thing is, is that you know, you you got to do something though. You know, we all sin. That's why First uh, John one and, and nine. You may want to look at that. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But you know what? John also tells us, He that is born of God does not practice sin habitually. 
if it becomes like an ongoing practice in your life, then you've got to question whether or not you're saved. The thing about it is because repentance simply means uh, it comes from the Greek word amontinoia, and it means an about face to turn from something to something. Uh So what you have to do is become proactive in doing something that's going to stop you from just sinning uh, just uh, habitually. So what you need to do is several things. You got to understand warfare. Okay, so you want to look at Ephesians six ten through eighteen. You got to put on your armor daily. Okay, and and first, but but before that, you got to repent of the sins that you are committing, uh-huh. and that's really critical that you repent of those sins that you are committing, and also you got to be proactive and put on the full armor of God daily, because if you don't get equipped, you'll get whipped by the enemy. And then if the sin seems to be dominating you, then that's where you need to get some Christian counseling. Are you involved with any church? Um, no. I, that's your problem right there. That's your problem right there. You can't fight this battle alone. We tell people that all the time on this program. You cannot fight this battle alone. You've got to be accountable to others in the body of Christ and professional Christian counselors that can counsel you and help you to work through whatever problem you're having. So you take a list of these things I'm saying. You need to you need to be accountable. You need to get into some Christian counseling. If this has been dominating your life, you need to put on the arm of God. And then you need to ask the Lord, this is the last thing, you need to be filled with the Spirit. Okay, so you look at Galatians 5 and 22 and just read the whole chapter of Galatians chapter 5, and it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruit of the Spirit, when you are dominated by the Holy Spirit, is self-control. You need power in your life to, to overtake the, the devil, the world, and the flesh, and that's what the Holy Spirit brings. So what I'm going to ask you to do I'm going to ask you, so we can. We want to make sure we get to our other callers before the time is out. What I want you to do is take down our number from uh, our phone counselor, Minister Manning. Oh, okay. And then I want you to leave that. Don't hang up until you leave your number, and we'll have somebody follow up and talk to you and counsel you and get you connected to either a, lo- a local church as well as uh, some other things that will help to strengthen you and get you to the place where you need to be in your walk with God. Okay. Okay? And uh, I know that uh, you may not want to do this, but we want to pray for you. So what, what, is, what is the thing that you're struggling with, if you don't mind talking about it? You may want to do it confidential, but uh, if you're open to it, you can share it, and then what we'll do is pray for you uh, right now. Well, um, one of the things is lying. Okay. I don't, I've never hurt, and it's never to hurt anybody, but it's a lie. Okay. I, I, Lying I, is one, and what's another one? Oh, um... Anything else? Uh, yes, but I... I uh, okay, that's what you want to keep confidential. We, we respect that. So let's pray for you around the lying situation, and uh-huh. then we'll get somebody, uh, one of our staff persons, to call you, and we'll get you connected with some uh, Christian counseling and a fellowship, and then you can grow through this thing. So, Gary, let's pray for our sister mm-hmm. around this, uh, this prayer request. Right. So, Lord, we thank you for Marcy. We thank you for her courage to call in tonight to 
to talk about these issues and know it wasn't easy. And your words said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know, we are all subject to uh, missing the mark from time to time. And Lord God, we just pray for Marcy, Lord God, that your word says there is now no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. So we pray, Lord God, that you would lift guilt and condemnation off of her, that the enemy would try to impose upon her in this moment. We pray, Lord God, that you would give her your peace, your perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding to guard her heart and mind through Christ Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you would also reassure her that you will never leave her nor forsake her, that you're with her always, even to the end of the age, and that you are you, you called her name before the foundations of the earth. You, you chose her before there was even a, a thought, a, a, a purpose, a, a planet to, to call earth. You called her before everything was made. You had her in mind. And Lord God, we know that you love her. Help her to know that you love her and that nothing's going to separate her from that love. We pray, Lord God, that you would bless her to find a good, healthy church to be uh, come part of, to be a part of a healthy body of believers who will support her and love her and pray with her and come alongside of her when she needs it, and that she'd be doing the same for them as well, because we are never to go through life alone like that. And so, Lord, help her today, Lord God, with every need that's represented in her life, Lord God. And help her, Lord, to know that there's nothing she's done that you won't forgive. And, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Marcia, it's good that you called in and listened to the Spirit of God and continue to do that. So, God bless. Don't go nowhere. Uh, Give your number to the phone counselor. Okay. All right. God bless. bless. All right. All right. So we're going to go to our next caller. Brother Rick has been waiting patiently. How are you doing, Rick? I am blessed, and uh, I'm so I'm glad you just uh, took care of that young lady, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm just blessed hearing that because uh, we we need we need the fellowship. Amen. Amen. That's so true. And what's on your heart tonight, my brother? Well, I'll just I'll just get down to the question tonight, just for the sake of uh, using our time properly. Mm-hmm. Where Where in the Old Testament do we find any reference on a literal hell? That's a good question, uh, because uh, in the Old Testament, there is the, the, there's passages that talk about Sheol and, and Hades, and uh, that uh, was a place uh, of the departed with believers and non-believers at that time, and non-believers still go to what is known as Hades. But when you ask the question about hell itself, when we talk about Gehenna, you know, uh, that's a good question. Gehenna, I believe that there's one passage that uh, spells this out, and I think people need to write it down and know it because this question ever comes up, you'll be able to know where it's at. So I want to call your attention to, to Daniel chapter 12, and this is a prophecy coming from Daniel regarding the end of time. I mean, He's prophesying this 500 years before the time of Christ, and yet this fits right into uh, the uh, hell, Gehenna, with the lake of fire. And so there are some people who don't believe in this position uh, in terms of a literal hell, but the Bible teaches it. So in Daniel chapter 12, uh, it talks about 
Uh, and I'll just kind of read the uh, the latter. Well, that's, I'll read the first verse second. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. For there be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, uh, even to that time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered. Every one that shall be found written in the book, in the book. Now notice that it says written in the book because this is mentioned over and over in the book of Revelation. So you know this is futuristic. Then look at verse two. This is the Crudegus uh, is shot in the skull, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. When they use the word everlasting, it's talking about hell, and it's talking about heaven. So it's talking about heaven, life, and then it's talking about shame and uh, eternal contempt. So that's referring to hell. So anyway, hopefully that helps you out. Yeah, definitely very much so, because many times in uh, talking to Jewish people, they will say that there is no such such thing as a heaven or hell. Right. Or there's no... Thing of sin. Right, right. Well, well, hopefully that. Well, hopefully that helps you out. We're gonna to try to squeeze in uh, Jermaine here. We only got about a minute. All right. Well, God bless, and we will talk again. Okay. Thank you for that call and that question. All right, Jermaine. Real quick, Jermaine, how you doing? Oh, hey, brother. I'll get right to it. Just some, you know, couples who have uh, participated or been in a uh, same-sex lifestyle once they see the light of Jesus. How do they go about? separating when they have children involved. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this. Are the, so is one of them uh, repentant and the other doesn't want to repent? Um, I, I've seen that where one has to split, but I've also seen where both of them come and realize they were wrong, but the problem is now they have, they have children. Yeah, well, the thing is, the thing is, is that it never was a marriage from a biblical perspective. It, it, it was a marriage from the standpoint of the liberal leftist world. But from a biblical perspective, it never was a ordained uh, marriage in the eyes of God and approval marriage in the eyes of God. So uh, what the individual do when they repent of this, they need to get out of that because the, the Bible talks about those who do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So what they need to do is work out some things around the children and get some counseling so that they can be responsible to take care of those children uh, because God wants them to do that, especially since they brought them in. But there's great consequences and huge impact upon people that make these decisions, and this is a result of it, and the children have to suffer too. But call back next week, and let's pick up this again. I want to pick up this discussion again. Appreciate your call on that, Jermaine. God bless. All right. All right. Well, we come to the end tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, uh, Brother Joshua in studio, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note and let us know how this program has blessed you. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time, when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.